All right, y'all. We're going to do some worship. Y'all can stand or sit if you're comfortable, but um, just let's sing together and worship our God. I forgot to mention this earlier, but, you know, obviously, I'm not Rachel. <laughs> I'm Sarah Grace, if we haven't met yet. Rachel's out this week. <laughs> How great the cat. 
darkness your loving kindness tore through the shadows of my soul no work is finished the end is written jesus christ my
God, we thank you for the opportunity to come together as a church body and just have fellowship and worship you. Um, and I pray that um, what we do this morning would extend beyond and that we as a church body would continue um, just to worship you together with our lives and with our actions um, and with our faith in you, God. We are so grateful for you and for all of the blessings that you've given us. Um, and we are grateful even in the lack of blessings and even in the hardship, Lord. We love you. Amen. Thank you. Sarah Grace, we appreciate you using your gift. I, um, I really appreciate your leading us. You got it. You got it. Did I, did I hear right that uh, your husband has a birthday today? Please tell him we missed him. Tell him if he would have been here, we would have like given him a billion dollars and saying happy birthday. But, you know, since I'm sure I'm sure he is uh, ministering and serving somewhere. Tell him we love him. Tell him we miss him. I'm super proud of you guys. Thank you for using your gifts to serve the Lord. So I do want to take a moment and um, lead us in devotion. And this might be different than than a different kind of devotion. I'll say it that way than something you've done before. Uh, maybe. For thousands of years, if you think about it, humanity didn't read. They heard when it comes to the scripture. And so I want you to hear the scripture this morning, but I want you to hear it maybe in a little different way. It's been a difficult week in American life. There's just no way around that. You know, my heart has just felt broken because our society seems broken and worse. And I just want to let Scripture minister to your soul this morning. So what I'm going to do is I picked a passage of Scripture, and we're going to do a reading of it that is something that has been done for well over a thousand years in terms of a way to read Scripture. And I'm going to go through it multiple times. But each time, I want you to listen for something. Okay, so this first time through the reading of it, and I'm going to read a fairly familiar story. It's the story of the death of Lazarus. But I want, as I read the passage slowly, I want you to listen for a word or a phrase, for anything that stands out to you. Because here's my belief, that the spirit that is in me is the same spirit that is in you. And so I want you to listen to the Spirit and what He would say to you today. So then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I'm glad I was not there so that you may believe and let us go to him. And then Thomas, also known as Didymus, which means twin, said also to the rest of the disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. And on his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and, 
Many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she stayed out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. But Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. After she had said this, she went back, called to her sister Mary, called her aside, and said, The teacher is here, and he is asking for you. And when Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet entered the village, but he was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who had been with Mary in the house, comforting her, noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to mourn there. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. And he asked, where have you laid him? Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. And then the Jews said, see how he loved him? But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying, and Jesus, once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. He said, take away the stone. (laughs) Martha said, but Lord, she was the sister of the dead man, by this time there is a bad odor, for he has been out there, he has been there for four days. Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I know that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe you sent me. When he said this, Jesus called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out with his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. And Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. So just for a few seconds, at your tables, I want you to, if you're willing, just say the word or the phrase that jumped out to you when you heard the word of God. So tables, a few seconds, word or phrase.
All right, so just, just, just maybe one or two people. What did you hear in the Word of God? Word or a phrase? What, what leapt off to your ears? He wept. He grieves. What else? Yeah. You can hear the agony in their grief. What's that? Yeah, he was both a God and a human. So I'm going to read it again. And again, I know this feels redundant. This is not normal for us. But this time, I want you to immerse yourself in the story. I want you to use your senses. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel? What emotions arise within you? Pay, pay attention to the inner side of your soul. Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake, I'm glad I was not there, so that you may believe, but let us go to him. And Thomas, known as Dynamis, said to the rest of the disciples, let us all go, that we may die with him. And on his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to comfort Martha and Mary, to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him, but Mary stayed at home. Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said, I know he'll rise in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. And the one who believes in me will live even though he die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. And after she had said this, she went back and she called her sister Mary aside. The teacher is here. And he is asking for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to him. And Jesus had not yet entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. And when the Jews who'd been with Mary in the house, comforting her, noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her supposing that she was going to the tomb to mourn there. And when Mary reached the place where Jesus was, when she saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who'd come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit, and he was troubled. Where have you laid him? He asked, come and see, Lord Jesus. Jesus wept. And the Jews said, see how he loved him? 
But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? And Jesus once more moved, came to the tomb. And it was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time there's a bad odor. He's been there four days. Jesus said, did I, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you've heard me. And I knew that you always, I know that you always hear me. But I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe you sent me. And when he had said this, Jesus called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. And Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. So engaging the senses, putting yourself in the story, what did you hear? Frustration. What's that? Confusion. Despair. Yeah. I show you this so that you will believe. What? Immense trust. Compassion. Hope. So anytime we read the Word of God, certainly in devotion, sometimes in deep study, certainly in prep, I do for messages. One of the things we want to make sure we listen for is the invitation from the Spirit. The invitation from Jesus. And for you, that invitation might look different. For some of us, it might be hope. For some of us, it might be comfort. For some of us, it might be weeping. For some of us, it might be trust. For some of us, it might be coming out of the grave. And for some of us, it might just be rest. Rest in knowing that this is God's word to you. That it might be that you just need to receive fully what you've heard the Spirit whisper in your own soul and rest in the presence of God leaning in to that invitation that he has spoken to you. He told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I'm glad I was not there so that you may believe, but let us go to him. And Thomas, also known as Didymus, said to the rest of the disciples, well, then let us all go that we may die with him. 
On his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. And when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him. Martha stayed at home, or Mary rather stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask. And so Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection, and I am the life. And the one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world And after she had said this, she went back and she called her sister Mary aside. She said, the teacher is here and he is asking for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and she went to him. Now, now Jesus had not yet entered the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. And when the Jews who had been with Mary in the house comforting her noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her supposing that she was going to the tomb to mourn there. And where Mary reached the place where Jesus was, when she saw him, she fell at his feet. And she said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was moved deeply in spirit and troubled. And he asked, where have you laid him? Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. And the Jews said, see how he loved him? Some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? And Jesus once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. And it was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. And he said, take away the stone. (laughs) And Martha protested, saying, Lord, the sister of the dead man, by this time, there's a bad odor. He's been there for four days. Jesus said, "Did did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see? The glory of God. So they took away the stone. And the father, Jesus called out. He looked up and he said, Father, I thank you that you heard me. I know that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing there. That they may believe you sent me. When he said this, Jesus called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go.
So what's something you heard from the Spirit? There is power and authority in Jesus. What? Proof. Proof. Had to take off the grave clothes. And notice that he told others to take off the grave clothes. It's part of what we do here. It's part of that together. What else? Yeah, he's grieving too. I more than understand that at the end of the Bible, we're told that there will be a day with no more crying and no more pain. And, but we, that same verse says he will wipe the tears from their eyes. And I, I, this may or may not, I, I can't promise you that I've like, dealt with all of this rightly theologically, but there's a piece of me that while we're still down here in the throes of all we go to and go through, I think sometimes that God weeps. What was that? It gives us confidence. He is who he is, yes. Yeah, I, um, when I picture the story, I wonder how long the pause was after Lazarus come out. <laughs> and literally, how long were the people staring at that cave, thinking, wait, what? To believe and trust that Jesus is for you, on your side, right? Right? I, that part of the story where Martha goes back to Mary and says, the teacher is asking for you. That Jesus' concern is that deep and that personal. Faith does matter if you want to see God's glory. Yeah. yeah. He really is the resurrection and the life, and that faith is powerful. Well, the first time for me, you're thinking more about like, Jesus' response to Lazarus' death, but for the first time through, I was starting to think that Jesus was actually reacting to the sorrow Yes, 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 his empathy for the sisters, his empathy for um, the others who were mourning with them, and frankly, his own. 
You know, there is much in the Word of God that is powerful. I, I think it is, it is good for us when we, when we read the Bible devotionally, right, to think about what is the invitation for me and how do I need to rest in that. It's good. Thank you guys for, um, for participating. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for taking time to enjoy one another and be together. Thank you to everyone who, who cooked and prepped and set up tables. And, yeah. and Sometimes the story you preach is, is as powerful as the sermons I get to preach. And that's, Robert, to bring it back to where we were an hour ago, that matters in our witness. The interaction of Jesus with our lives currently and the story he's preaching in us and through us. So I'm going to pray for us. Part of the reason I came to this passage for today was the events of the week and my own sorrow. And part of the reason I came to this passage because it's Memorial Day weekend. And I realize that there is some sorrow in that as well. And again, I, I want to say thank you. Um, those of you who certainly served, and we realize this isn't Veterans Day. Um, but some of you have had family who've laid down their lives. But we realize Jesus is the resurrection and the life. That he is I am. So let me pray for us. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your word. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you that in spite of the evils of our day, that you are still at work. And I thank you for the privilege it is to be a part of harvest. Lord, I know we have many people traveling this weekend. I pray safety over them. Lord, I thank you for the many who were able to gather together this morning. And I pray that whether it's those of us right now or people later online, just tracking with this devotion with us. I pray that you would stir deep in our souls and that we would lean in to your Spirit's invitation in our hearts. Lord, I do pray comfort on many of us who are grieving this Memorial Day. And Lord, we take great comfort in the fact that you weep with us. And that we get to weep with those who weep and mourn with those who mourn. But we also take great comfort in the fact that there will be a day and a time and an eternity beginning again. Where there is no more sorrow and no more mourning and no more crying and no more pain. And Lord, the, the overwhelming sense of, of the brokenness and sin and evils even in our world. Just make us long all the more for that day where there's no more death and there's no more sin. So Lord, do in our lives all you want. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. I love you all. I'm so glad you were here. Uh, feel free to hang out as long as you want, as much as you want, and uh, I appreciate all of you.